Hello and welcome to the Haiku P podcast. I'm Patricia and I'm absolutely thrilled to bring you the first podcast special of the second series. This time, Haiku on the topic of childhood. It's always wonderful to visit with poets that we've met before and it gives me great pleasure to introduce new poets to the community. I'm happy to say this time we've got a good mix of both. Thank you very much to all of you. And if you'd like more information about any of the poets, you'll find this on the show notes. If you're listening and haven't submitted yet, then take a look at our submissions diary for the year and send me some of your work. I promise you, it's a safe space. Now, as usual, we're going to be travelling the world. Well, almost. I'm still seeking haiku from South America. I know there are haiku writers out there, but they have yet to submit their work. But before we enter the world of our community, I'd like to read some work that's been previously published in Full of Moonlight, Haiku Society of America's 2016 Members Anthology. I discovered this collection during my reading month, and it's full of really delightful haiku. I'll share more with you over the coming months. Boy, Walking Dog, Walking Boy by Connie Donlicott Open window, a spring breeze blows in children's laughter. Jim Lorilla Now, let's kick off our round-the-world tour in Australia with Giddy Nielsen Sweep, just one of the healthcare professionals who regularly write for us on the podcast. Only one haiku from her this time. She's probably busy with her haiku group and, of course, putting the finishing touches to her book. Here we have a glimpse into her childhood. Lonely farm child climbs trees and looks down on the world. Next, we're travelling to New Zealand to visit with Isabel Caves, another of our healthcare professionals. Haiku is just one of the strings to her writing bow. She writes free-form poetry as well as fiction. Setting sun, a child learns to say imaginary. Migrant child, she teaches her parents about the tooth fairy. Door to door, the coin-shaped eyes of a Girl Scout. Crossing the Pacific, we land in the US, where we'll start with a couple of poets that are new to the podcast. First of all, Ricky Rivers, born and raised in Alabama. He's another poet who writes poetry and fiction. He writes haiku because it's fun to fit so much into so little space. He enjoys being able to use the form to tell tiny stories and little moments. So let's listen to a couple of Ricky's little moments. Skip rope, hopscotch, a song blares, ice cream, vivid dreams. Blood on concrete, dusty bike, scabs on knees. Another new poet, Dick Bailey, also from the States, and another health professional. We're never just about what we do professionally though, are we? And Dick puts me to shame with what he packs into his life. 
his work, obviously, haiku, music, landscape photography, and marathon running. Since 1982, he's run 68 marathons. I hope we'll hear something about his running in the podcast on sport in February. Don't forget, deadline's 11th of February. Dick says of his haiku that the verbal imagery is more like a photograph than a movie, more like a tune than a Mahler symphony. The reader completes the haiku. Yes, readers definitely complete the work. And I know when I get feedback, they often complete it in a very different way than I had thought of. So let's hear from Dick. I am yet a child. My mind is that of a child. Life is beautiful. This sounded so familiar to me, but I couldn't place it. Happily, he came to my rescue, telling me that some might say it's a derivative of 1 Corinthians. When I was a child, I thought like a child. Don't be so childish, Mum often says that to me. Never lose childhood. And at the risk of repeating myself, let's welcome another new contributor to the podcast, Matt Beck. Matt hails from New York and works in sales, both in the literal sense, selling construction material, and as a captain of charter boats in New York Harbour. Matt really likes the surprise moment in a good haiku, that moment when the progression of perception takes you to a different place than where you thought you were going. Me too, Matt. He made an interesting point to me. He says that he is something of an introvert and therefore tends to notice things, which is a useful talent for haiku writing, don't you think? Anyway, I too consider myself an introvert. What about you? Can you see a connection? Here are some of the things Matt has noticed. Unfinished playground, the kids play war on the yellow bulldozer. First fishing trip, in between bites, naming worms. Now Matt is a member of the Spring Street Haiku Writing Group in Manhattan. Apparently there are about 12 regular members who meet up once a month. He says if anyone's interested in joining, I can connect you. Just let me know. And last but not least in this selection from the US is Joan Barrett. We've heard from Joan before. She is, I think growing in confidence as a poet, and it shows. She was telling me that she was published in the Haiku Foundation's City Sidewalk series, Sound, Smell, Hearing and Taste. I'll put the links in the show notes for you. Actually, as well as some great work by Joan, you'll also read some pieces by many of our regular contributors. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so here's Joan's work. Lying sick abed, warm mother's lemonade and whiskey. How to answer did you have fun? Wallflower. Ooh, the last one hit me in the gut. Perhaps I'll explain why in my haiku for the music podcast in March. Submission deadline, 11th of March, please. Now, where are we off to next? Europe. I'm happy to say that many of our European poets are in the European Top 100 Haiku Authors of 2018, 
as compiled by Eurotop. Congratulations. Now we'll start in the UK and hear from a number of our regular poets. First in Scotland, more specifically the Orkney Islands and Robert Horobin. His piece was written to capture a flash of his experience, that moment when a child realises that their parents are people too, fallible and mortal. And perhaps that moment when a parent also remembers when they were a child helping their parent. On the winter's road, the child she once carried offers a hand. A lovely picture, don't you think? And next, to England, to visit with Mark Gilbert. Clack of high heels in the corridor, the echoes of children. Does this take you back to your school days? Certainly does me. Roger Watson, our next poet, often writes his haiku on his journeys. He travels a great deal to foreign shores, but he lives in Hull in the north of England, and today he's written this for us. Sports Day. Children cheering the teacher's race. And to the south coast of England next, to Brighton, to listen to Catherine E. Winnick and learn a little bit about her childhood memories. Stretched upon leaves, etched names in the trees, strawberry teas. Catherine's writing a book. How's it going, Catherine? You should update us soon. And crossing the English Channel, we're going to meet lots of new poets. The first is Constance Borg, writing to us, from Belgium. She tells me she's a latecomer to writing. She studied with the Open University while she was living in Ireland, and she too writes poetry and flash fiction. Let's hear some of the haiku she wrote for us. Early sunbeam warms your pillow, a closed flower. Cars, a grey blur in the lashing rain, Raindrop race. France is our next destination, and again we're going to hear from someone new to us, Patrick Stevens. Now, Patrick is actually an American, but he lives in France on a canal boat. He's working on a very interesting project, one in which he creates music to accompany the written haiku. Maybe when he's happy, he can give us a preview. But for now... I'm almost grown up. Wiggle, ouch. Wiggle, wiggle. Tooth, string, door. Ice cream. Now, I was often threatened with this, but thankfully, I never received it. From a cold and snowy Switzerland, something I wrote for you, which reminds me of spring. Child soldiers defend their territory. Dancing daffodils. Ernesto P. Santiago is another new poet for the podcast, and he writes his haiku from Greece. One of the reasons why he writes haiku is, he says, because it makes me see the world around me more clearly. And if you'd like to read his take on haiku, there's a link 
to an article he wrote in the show notes. But here's his haiku. In the garden, a butterfly and I, unsupervised. Vesislava Savova is a translator from Bulgaria. She likes to write about unique moments. Her tip for haiku writing is to write about things you see and experience, coding the emotion into a simple picture of words. Recently, Vesislava and Diljana Georgieva had their bilingual, that is Bulgarian and English, Book of Renga published. Congratulations! Let's get a hint of Vesislava's writing style. Zigzagging, the boy who does not step on snails. And so to another regular and a very experienced haiku poet, Nicholas Klazansky from the Ukraine. First up, a piece of work first published in Frogpond. Our house framed in the circle. Tire swing. And then, something just for us. Reverberating in an empty playground. The screech of swallows. Staying with an experienced haiku poet, but travelling to Croatia, we meet Goran Gatalica. He's one of our regulars. And he's got lots and lots of information that I've put in the show notes. But I have to share this with you. I got an email from him last night. It said, I have excellent news from World of Haiku. I won the Basho An Award on first Basho An International Haiku Competition in Tokyo, Japan. The Basho Museum and Kotoku Culture Foundation were the organisers of this contest. I'll tell you more about it and read his winning submission in the next podcast. But for today, Goran has written this for us. Spring Moon, on the boy's shoulders, younger sister. Well now, next we have three familiar poets, writing to us from Turkey. Gulis Mutlu, her mother Fatma Gultepe, and her niece Ece Kereli, and she's probably the youngest poet we have featured on the podcast ever. I have two brand new works from Gulis, just for us. In a child, a hint of sun in the snow. Double rainbow, childhood fairyland under construction. Fatma Gultepe gave us a haiku previously published in Whispers in the Wind. Happiness, childhood snow sled waiting for winter. And from Eche, a work previously published in Brass Bell Journal. Colourful garden, a child dreaming about liberty. So that's it from Europe. Now we're off to Asia to meet with three of our regular contributors. Let's start in India with a trio of haiku written for us by Professor R.K. Singh. 
my granddaughter with fey appearance, a woodland sprite. You so rarely hear the word fey, and it's so it, it works so well in this, don't you think? The child lost in letters and numbers spins new designs. Moving between the fingers of a toddler, the first winter rain. I don't know why, but this brought tears to my eyes. It's so visual, don't you think? From Indonesia, we have a couple of haiku from Argus Mulana Sunjaya. Argus has only been writing English language haiku for three years, yet he has had a number of his pieces featured in contemporary haiku journals. He's written these for us today. Old Swing, hearing father's laugh in my laughter. Argus and I had an exchange about this one. When reading it aloud, it's very easy to read Old Swing, hearing my father's laugh in my laughter. But Argus is quite correct to tell me that that's not going to work. Repeating the word my would make the haiku flawed. Thanks for the discussion, Argus. And last from Argus. A portal to my childhood dreams. Buttercup Meadows. Finally, I have a little treat for you. These next two haiku are given to us by Miniko Takahashi from Japan. With no timetable, a child searching for eternity. Wintertime, flying a kite with rosy cheeks. And now for the treat. The haiku in the original Japanese, spoken by Miniko herself. Thanks so much, Miniko, for doing this for us. Gosh, that was, I hope you agree, a cracking podcast. I so enjoyed reading all the haiku and the discussions I had behind the scenes. I hope you enjoyed listening to it too. In a couple of weeks, I'll be recording a podcast just to finish off the study of Japanese aesthetics that I started at the end of 2018. After that, the next special will be a podcast on the theme of sport. Deadline for submissions, the 11th of February. I'm looking forward already to reading your work. It's an unusual topic, I think. But why not have a go? Thank you so much to everyone who submitted work for this podcast. It was a real treat for me to read all of them and to make my selections. You are all brilliant. Don't forget, there'll be lots of information about the poets in the show notes. Check them out on the Poetry P website. Thank you very much for coming along and listening today. It's been terrific to have you with me and, of course, I'd love to hear your feedback. If you have haiku or senryu that you'd like to share, but you don't see your topic on the, on the list, just send them anyway. I'll have general podcasts where I'd be most happy to read your work. You'll see the email address on the website poetryp.com. So, till next time, 
Have a good couple of weeks and keep writing. If there's anything missing on the show notes, just email me and I'll sort it out for you. Ciao.